Congratulations! Your gift of a new day is here. Ready to live it big? You're listening to the Big Life Devotional Podcast. Now, here's Pamela to get you fired up for all God has available for you today. Well, good morning, beautiful. Welcome to a brand new day of life. Happy Tuesday, my friends. It's the week of Christmas. We're glad to be alive. Thankful for all of our blessings and the goodness that surrounds us. Just look at the beauty around you today. Look at the beauty in you today. Oh, I am so grateful that you're here. Thank you for inviting me into your life. Hey, I want to give a shout out to all of our podcast listeners who are planning to join me for a retreat in 2024. Can I tell you how absolutely giddy and totally over-the-top excited I am to get to meet you, to get to share an adventure with you. Now, our schedule of retreats have been released all the way for the first four months of the year. And all but one of those are completely sold out. So in January, that's our New Year retreats. I'm hosting three different groups for January in Pensacola, Florida for the Big Life New Year Retreat. Oh, it's so beautiful. That one is sold out. February, we're going to be on the coast of Texas. That one is sold out. If you're coming, cannot wait to share that with you. In uh, March, we're going to be in Hawaii. (laughs) Aloha, y'all. And I'm so excited to share this one with you. That one is sold out crazy excited to share the beauties and the just adventure of Hawaii with you. One of my favorite places. But in April, we are going to Bali. Registration is open for our Big Life Bali retreat. And hey, I just want to invite you check out the photos of this. Uh, Even if you know Bali is not the retreat for you or you can't go on this one, Go to the website, bigliferetreat.com, and click on the Bali banner there. Check out the photos of where I get to take some Big Life girls in Bali. The beautiful, oh my goodness, the gorgeous 172-acre private jungle sanctuary retreat I get to take them on. Um, The adventures I get to take them on. We have chauffeurs and chefs. It is going to be absolute luxurious adventures together. I do have spots still available for the Bali retreat. So if you would like to join me, hey, check it out. I would love to share it with you. Again, bigliferetreat.com. If nothing else, just go check out the photos. It's absolutely beautiful. And uh, within the next month, we will be announcing where we're going for our May retreat. So I host a new retreat in a new destination every month of the year, except for December. I take off December. And so we release those one at a time. So yeah, check it out. I would love to meet you for everybody that's already signed up for a retreat. Girl, our adventure awaits, and I can't wait to hug you soon. All right, let's do it. The title of today's episode of the Big Life Devotional Podcast is Give It Back Now. I have a word for you today, like literally a word. 
one word that when I heard it, it stopped me in my tracks. And I have a feeling that it's going to do the same thing for you. Are you ready? Here's the word. Resurrender. Yes, re-surrender. It's releasing once again what you have taken back. What is it in your life that you once gave to God? You surrendered your life to him. You surrendered control. You surrendered the outcome. You trusted him with this, this specific area of your life. But somewhere along the way, you took it back. And now here you are holding it in your own hands again, worrying over it, stressing over it, trying to control it, concocting your own plans of how to force it to go as you wish. And in the process, you've kind of made yourself a mess, huh? God is asking you for a re-surrender. Give it back to him once again. Whatever it is you once trusted him with, and then you ended up taking it back for yourself, re-surrender it now. I know this much for sure. God can do a much better job with this than you can on your own. For my single ladies, where are you at? My single ladies, all the single ladies, all the single ladies. Why are you trying to force that relationship Remember when you once surrendered your love life and dating to God? Remember how you said you didn't want him if he wasn't God's best for you? And now you're stalking that boy online and you're looking completely ridiculous as you fish around for compliments, trying to fan flames that God put out. You've taken it back. God is asking for a re-surrender again. But this isn't just about dating. This is about your finances. This is about your dreams, your hopes, your plans, your goals. This is about what is working and what isn't working. This is about your marriage. This is about your kids. This is about your school, your career. This is about the first hour of your day. This is about the music in your car. This is about your weekends. This is about your drinking, your eating. Have I hit your area yet? Yes, the specific area of your life, you once surrendered it to God, but now you have taken it back. And if you're being honest, you haven't done real well with it in your hands. You started out okay. But dang, you have gotten off course. You've drifted. And now you're over here shipwrecked on some deserted island longing for the days when you were letting God navigate. Yeah, you took back control. And you did it your way. And look where it has landed you. Now here's the good news. God has always, always, always been waiting for you to turn back towards him. One of my favorite stories in the entire Bible is the story of the prodigal son or the lost son. 
It's my favorite for many reasons, especially if you know the story of our family for the past five years. This one little story in the Bible, just a few short paragraphs in length, has been a continual guide for my broken heart, my creatively negative imagination, and my anger that would only make things worse. This story has taught me grace and forgiveness from the parents' position But you see, I'm not only the parent in the story, but I'm also the wayward child. The child who has taken something and making a mess of it. The child whose father has never given up on their re-surrender. So we're going to read the story again, a familiar story. And we're going to look for the re-surrender And the father's response. Here it is, Luke chapter 15, verses 11 through 24. Jesus tells the story. There was a man who had two sons, and the younger one said to his father, Father, give me my share of the estate. So he divided his property between the two. Not long after that, the younger son got together all he had and set off for a distant country, and there he squandered his wealth in wild living. After he had spent everything, there was this severe famine in the whole country, and he began to be in need. So he went and he hired himself out to a citizen of that country who sent him to the fields to feed pigs. And he longed to fill his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. When he came to his senses, ooh, underline that, y'all. When he came to his senses, he said, how many of my father's hired servants have food to spare? And here I am starving to death. I will set out and I will go back to my father. And I will say to him, father, I have sinned against you in heaven and I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. And so he got up and he went. But while he was still a long way off, important, underline that, while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. And he ran to his son and he threw his arms around him and he kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you and I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Because remember, he had been rehearsing that line. He he had decided, okay, this is what I'm going to say to get dad to take me back. But the father said to his servants, quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fattened calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. For the son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and now he is found. So they began to celebrate. Now notice, the son hadn't even made it back to the father. In fact, it says he was still a long way off. And the father ran to him, threw his arms around him and kissed him. The father welcomed him back while he still had a long way to go to get back to where he once was. While he still smelled like the filth that he had been living in, while he was still a mess, while he hadn't fixed a single thing, while he hadn't even had an opportunity to say that he was sorry. No, the the father waited for none of that. 
He ran to him as soon as the son did one thing. What did the son do? It says he came to his senses. And when he came to his senses and he started thinking right, he decided to go back to re-surrender what he had taken and made a mess of. And isn't that us at this very moment? We're recognizing that we took this into our own hands and we're not doing so well with it. And this is our moment of coming to our senses. The moment when we decide God really does know better than us. God's way really is better than our own. And God's timing really is worth waiting for. God's open doors are greater than the ones we've been trying to knock down on our own. So right here, exactly where you are, you decide to re-surrender. Re-surrender. To hand it back over to turn around and come back. And God's response, oh honey, he is running to you. He is throwing his arms around you. He is kissing you. He's not waiting with angry eyebrows, a big stick and a long lecture. You're not being put in time out. Girl, God is throwing a party for you. His girl has re-surrendered to him and he celebrates No matter how big or how small it is, God wants it back. Maybe it's your prayer time. Gosh, you used to spend just five minutes really talking to him and listening for him. But you took that five minutes back and you started doing your own thing with it. And you fell out of the habit, out of the routine, and now you feel so far away. And God just says, my girl... If you will re-surrender that time to me, I'll clean you up again. Maybe it's that thing you worry about. There was a time when you trusted God with that. You gave it to him and he gave you peace. But somewhere along the way, you just wandered your way to the throne and you picked it back up for yourself again. And here you are overwhelmed with worry as you hold this in your hands, void of the peace you once had. Well, this is your moment. Come to your senses. See the truth here. You have taken back what you once released to God. You're worrying and you're trying to do this on your own and it isn't working. You've wasted time. You've missed opportunities. You've screwed this up. But all of that changes with your re-surrender. Remember the story of Jonah and the whale? Do you remember that story? How did he end up in the belly of the whale? Well, actually, it's quite simple. He just stopped doing what God asked him to do. He was doing so good. He was on track, but then he stopped and he decided to take back his surrendered life and go where he wanted to go instead of where God told him to go. And as a result, he ended up being thrown off a ship and spent three days in the belly of a whale. That sucks. You know what happened in that stinky, dark, awful place? He re-surrendered. And what happened when he re-surrendered? The whale spit him out onto dry land and he was given the opportunity to go and do what God had called him to do. And get this, y'all. 
it was wildly successful and not nearly as awful as he imagined. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? The prodigal son imagined that his father would be so angry at him when he returned. He had a whole speech planned. He was convinced that he would no longer be that loved and treasured son, that at least maybe he could be one of the hired help. What awaited his re-surrender was more than he could have possibly imagined. A father who ran to him while he was still a long way off to go on his return. A father who wanted him back. A father who celebrated his return. And that's exactly what we have. A celebration of our re-surrender. The enemy wants to burden you with thoughts of shame and guilt. Recognize it. Is that what's been going on? The enemy has been trying to tell you, oh girl, you have screwed this up. You should be so ashamed of yourself. You should just be overwhelmed and burdened with guilt. Say, go back to hell. I I don't need your accusing, pointing fingers. Uh Uh-uh. The father wants to celebrate me when I come back. And the father wants to celebrate you When you come back too, (laughs) whatever it is that you have taken back, today is the day to re-surrender it. Re-surrender. I told you I had a word for you. All right. Can I just pray with you real quick this morning? Let me pray. Well, God, good morning. Thank you so much for waking us up today. Thank you for just speaking so clearly to us about this area of our life that we have taken back. Father, first, we just ask for forgiveness. We come to our senses right now and we recognize, oh, we have made a mess of this. We have gotten off track. And Lord, we just right now, we resurrender it to you. We give this back to you. We give that time back to you. We give our habits back to you. We give what we've been worrying about or overwhelmed about, that relationship, our future, our dreams. God, we just give it all back to you. We re-surrender this to you. We trust you with it. Please forgive us for trying to do this on our own. Forgive us for the mess that we have made. God, thank you for celebrating our re-surrender. (laughs) Thank you for loving us so much. Thank you for what you're going to do with this re-surrender. I pray that each one of us would just open our hands up and give it back to you. Whatever it is, that we would just give it back to you. That we would just come back to you again. And that you would meet us the moment we do that. Right now, in this moment, you run to us and you hug us and you kiss us. And I'm so grateful for that. Lord, thank you for everyone you brought to hear this today. I pray over their families, Lord. I pray for your provisions for today and your protection. Thank you so much for the opportunity to come back to you, God. It is in the name of Jesus. Amen. My friends, I really do love our time together. Like, I am so thankful that you invite me into your life. I do not take a moment of that for granted. Thank you. And again, for all of those that are coming to a Big Life Retreat in 2024, I cannot wait to meet you, to share life with you. Oh my goodness, we're going to take photos together. It's going to be so great. 
Um, but if you're not signed up for a retreat yet and you would like to be, why don't you just check it out? BigLifeRetreat.com. We have waiting lists for all the sold out retreats. You can just get yourself on the waiting list. I can contact you if a spot reopens. Um, or Bali is open. Come to Bali with me. All right, everybody. Have a beautiful day of life. I love you wildly. Goodbye, my friends. You were created for a big life. We'll help you do it. Join us each weekday for a new Big Life devotional podcast. If you're ready to dive into the Big Life way of living, visit our website at biglifehq.com.